I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. You're on the amen corner. I stood looking at my former hood, felt the spirit in the wind, knew my friend was gone for good. Threw dirt on the casket, the hurt, I couldn't mask it. Mix, mix, mixing down emotions, struggling, I haven't mastered. Hey, welcome to the Black Outers Podcast with your host Rod and Karen. And we're back again for another feedback episode to interact with you, the fans who make all this shit possible. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, no, y'all don't make it possible, but y'all do make it worth doing. Like, I, I could still do it and no one can listen now. That would just suck. Bad, too. <laughs> um, don't forget you can leave podcast, leave uh, comments on the podcast. You must on, leave podcasts well. Uh, well, you can leave those, leave those on Podomatic also. But you can leave comments on the podcast on Facebook, iTunes, and Podomatic. Uh, just leave us a comment there. We will interact with you. That is what this show is about today. Yep. Um, the official weapon of the podcast is... The Taser. And the unofficial sport is... Bullet Ball. And Bullet Ball Extreme. Yes, sir. And uh, don't forget, you can call the show 704-557-0186. Leave us a voicemail. Um, you can email the show, theblackguywithtips at gmail.com. And, uh, you know, we will play those voicemails on the show. So, speaking of those, um, we actually got a couple voicemails in the house. So, Ooh. let's go ahead and play those real quick. All right. Yo, Rod and Karen. So, it's me, Ty Diner. All right, you just call me the other guy. So but, um, I was calling for a few things, you know, just do usual, whatever. But I wanted, the first thing I wanted to bring up was, uh, my GameStop job. Uh, I've been working there for about a week now and getting a chance to enjoy my benefits. Um, and I mean, I'm actually I'm enjoying it. It's pretty fun. Um, I don't enjoy raping the customers as far as trying to sell them on plans and stuff, but, I mean, that's a part of the job. You actually have to have a certain percentage of people either do the feedback survey or do the cards in order to stay employed. So, I mean, that's one of the, I guess, the downfalls. But other than that, though, you know, it's like where I like beating games and stuff, so it's cool. Um, uh, Vic, y'all were talking about Michael Vick and stuff, and, and I think um, that I'm, I'm definitely glad that he has had a great season he has, and I hope he definitely he does this for the rest of his, his uh, career. But um, I think he'll probably end up being, you know, one of the highest players, well, paid players in the NFL. I mean, he was before at one point with that uh, uh, deal that he had watching the Falcons, watching the Falcons for $136 million. But um, they, that's what a lot of analysts are saying uh, as well. Like right behind Peyton Manning, yeah, he'll definitely probably be one of the highest play, paid players this offseason. And, you know, if there's a, a upcoming season, if they don't get this bargaining agreement straightened out. And, um, I can talk about Drake as well on the last episode. I mean, we all know, you know, Drake is extended or whatever. You know, maybe it's a shock to a couple people. But his, um, he had an interview with GQ Magazine and he gave the latest title for his second album. It's not confirmed yet. It may change it, but as of right now, his album title is called Take Care, which is you know, definitely one of the lamest titles for a rap album. I think it's probably going to be an R&B. Uh, but actually, before that, he was thinking about calling it Moments, wow. which is also gay. 
And I mean, wow. I think the rate he's going to see is probably going to be sold in between tampons and vaginal wipes in the cemetery <laughs> aisle. Um, or locos, the, uh, the alcohol drink, the caffeine. You know, I don't drink alcohol whenever I'm not 21. I'll be 21 in, uh, December of Capricorn. Ooh, ooh. No homo. But, um, it'll be, you know, they, they banning it and they taking the stuff out, the uh, caffeine out of the drink, but it's not even about that, but it's just in general, as far as they, the people that complain they do all the food and take out the fat and the sugar and all these different foods and they're telling us what we can and what we can't eat or what they're allowing us to drink. I mean, if you crazy enough to drink that stuff and not know what's in it and it, it kills you, then that's your fault unless you're some little kid or something. But I, you know, I think it should be a bigger stink about this and people should stand up for their rights that eat whatever and, and drink whatever they want to. Uh, last thing I wanted to talk about though real quick was the Bad Girls Club. You guys cover everything in reunion, so it's nothing I'm gonna bring up, but I mean, I was learning some stuff from the Bad Girls Club, I think, just over the past few seasons. And, uh, you know, there's one thing that it's taught me about if I ever have a daughter or something, is that, you know, up to a couple years ago, I think the lowest point anyone would say was, you know, if anything, if anything bad happened, at least my, you know, my daughter isn't a stripper, you know, yeah, I let her work at McDonald's all she wants to her food, but when she wasn't a stripper. But I think now, you know, when I'm talking to my friends around the water cooler at the office, I'm going to say, well, at least my girl isn't going to be on the bad girls club. So, you know, yeah, she can strip <laughs> on the pool all she wants to. Um, and you guys, uh, relate to the bad girls club, you talked about Kat. Um, she also, you didn't mention, she also went to jail again earlier this month. Um, because she got caught with cocaine, mushrooms, ecstasy, and she had a, a loaded gun, and they charged her five offenses uh, with drug, I mean, uh, drug possession, intent to manufacture or deliver, possession of drug paraphernalia, possession of an instrument of crime. Um, this was wow. up in Philadelphia, and they're holding her on five hundred thousand dollars bond. Shit. And so, you know, she's gonna be in jail for a long time, probably, and she goes to court on November 22nd so we'll find out I guess next week what's going to happen with that but other than that though love the show keep up the good work but I mean I don't have to say that y'all are real consistent and already do a good job so peace out y'all peace, peace. state prop chain gang wow yeah cat she get it in dog oh I do don't she um alright so the game stop thing yeah that sucks that you ripping off the employees and stuff man I'm sure some people uh you know the whole the whole promotion rate they do at GameStops it, it, it's just so hardcore did you fill out the survey did you want this did you did you get the warranty did you it's like dude can I pay for my shit and go home where can I go I will fill it out just please just whatever just let me go home um they keep you hostage yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, somebody brought up the point about Mike Vick that uh, it's possible he could be the first person to ever get two hundred million dollar contracts in the NFL. Wow. I wonder. I wonder if that would happen if he uh, was able to keep this level of play up for the rest of the season. I hope he does. We'll find out, I guess. Um, Drake. I mean, come on, he's Drake. I, those TVs, those uh, titles for his uh, albums are very soft, but yeah, that's about. And I'm a female with breasts and boobs, and I can even come up with a better title than that. 
Yeah, that's terrible. That's I mean, horrible. You would not think that was a rap CD if I told you. No. Yeah, man. Have you listened to Moments yet? You know, no, you would think SWV was coming back. Yeah, you listen to Take Care. <laughs> you know, that's terrible, man. Very. Um, for Loco. Yeah, I think people are blaming the drink for a lot of problems and it's that same group of people that also blame video games and music yeah. and shit like that when they don't raise their kids right yeah, and, and, and the, I think the thing that irritates me the most about it is that people don't want to take responsibility for their actions and I feel like this if you're overweight you know you're overweight everybody else can see you overweight if you want to lose weight lose weight nobody should have to come and say well you can eat this you can't eat this you can eat that you can't eat this you're grown. You can make the choices and spend your money on what the hell you want to spend your money on. If you want to eat a pork chop and die, you got that right. If you want to eat a carrot and live, you got that right too. Yeah. It's just very weird because this is one of those times where it's the media sensationalizing it and everyone's buying into it. And yeah, we all know it's not good, but at the same time, you can walk right past the Photo Loco banishment section and get you a pack of cigarettes. You know, it's just... And by alcohol. I mean, I'm not, you know what I mean, just, just, and, and the thing about it is like the things that they get upset and outraged about is other things that are legal that still kills you that nobody has an outrage about. Why? Because it's connected to football. Why? Because it's permission. You know what I mean? It, it's promoted it's in also, ways. It's also a class thing. I mean, you think of malt liquor, uh, you think of urban people, you think of poor people. So the Four Loco is basically targeted at these urban demographic. Uh, when you look at Red Bull and Vodka's, which the Wing Night crew constantly is drinking every Thursday, it's a more of a sophisticated, uh, upper class, same type of negative effects drink, you yeah. know? So, uh, it's all about class here, and it's like, hey, we don't want these niggas getting a hold of caffeine and alcohol. Let's just, let's calm it down, you know? Yeah, and when you talk about that, also the thing that makes me upset, too, is that they passed the thing. We talk about the kids and the Happy Meals. Mm -hmm. They were saying that, I think the calorie counts were like 600 or something like that, you know, before McDonald's. I think it's in California. Yeah. And the thing that upsets me about that is that you don't have to deal with a crying-ass kid in the back seat that can't get the Ronald McDonald's Happy Meal. I, I mean, well, I don't. why would that matter if the kid's crying or not to... I mean, if they're trying to pass this law to keep the kids from being unhealthy, then why would it matter to them if the parents, if the kid is crying? Like, I mean, I, I'm other, I don't mean, we don't have kids, but I'm of the belief, I don't want, um, it doesn't matter if a kid's crying about that kind of shit. That's, I mean, you know, that, that's true. Kids are wrong all the time. You know how many times I cried for some shit in the back of my mama's car and didn't get it? Yes, I understand that. Me and you believe in spanking kid asses. But what about these weak pump parents that, that have mental breakdowns every time a damn kids cry? I have no sympathy for them either. Why should I care about how they, they, I mean, look, people are not, people do not think very much before they have children and they don't do a good job. And a lot of these laws try to take the parenting out of parenting. Yeah. You, yeah. you know, don't let your kid play these games. Well, my kid's different. He can play the game. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Uh, don't, don't, don't let them eat Happy Meals. Well, now I'm going to just order off the 99 cent menu. Like, True. the people yeah. that aren't responsible parents aren't going to be responsible parents, and there's no way to change that. So, But then why does that goes back to the full local. Why are you going to pass laws? Oh, no. I'm, I agree that they shouldn't pass laws. I just don't think okay. it has anything to do okay. with it. But the kids will start crying. Who gives okay. a fuck? Kids cry all the time. 
You know, it's a bunch of kids crying in Africa. Ain't nobody hopping on a plane to go save them. We don't give a fuck about that. So I'm not going to pretend that that's why. I just think it's dumb to ban shit that some people might enjoy because some people can't handle it, you know, but that's whatever. True. You know, it's it's just really selective how they're picking this one drink. While, like I said, I've seen people, I've seen Derek consume a picture of what we call time machines, Red Bull and vodka. Oh, and we call them time machines because you basically black out, but you're able to stay conscious. Like, so your memory in your brain turns off because it stops recording, but your body is still like, hey, this caffeine's got me all spiked up. So we call it a time machine because by the time you you know come back to, it's hours later. Oh, you don't know what happened. You don't know what you did. So, I mean, you know, the Four loco thing is more about keeping it away from niggas, but we'll find out. Wow. All right, so we got another voicemail. What's up, Ron Karen? This is Magna Prime. I've been gone so long that Karen has started doing her own random thoughts segment. Karen, (laughs) well done on those, by the way. This is my first voicemail since the new three to three and a half minute rule, so... Hopefully I can leave this voicemail message to a game-winning drive. <laughs> I just have two thoughts that I'd like to share with you guys and get you to comment on. As we all know, Hollywood is lazy as shit when it comes to fresh ideas. I read an author the other day about a film in development called Bad Future, starring Cameron Diaz and some other white people. <laughs> now, we've already had Bad Santa and Bad Lieutenant. So it got me thinking about other bad titles that they could produce. Like bad gynecologists, <laughs> bad proctologists, bad oncologists, or maybe bad bishop, the Eddie Long story, <laughs> bad president, based on the life of George W. Bush. <laughs> other thing I want to share, I watched the trailer for Green Lantern on Yahoo yesterday. And I just happened to read the comment section. And wow. I walked to a world of comic book racism. Apparently, one commenter asked why the movie's producers didn't go with the black green man. And the racist fanboy lost their shit. Comment after comment mentioned how the black green lantern stole a second green lantern green in order to become one. Wow. And a few comments rolled in after that to the effect that it was no surprise that a black man was stealing. Wow. Now, I haven't been in the comic book game in a minute, but I've read my share, and it seems that most of the comics, megalomaniacs, proponents of genocide, evil arts, enemies, etc., tend to be white humans or humanoids. Mm-hmm. So, if my life depends on the choice between a thief and a killer, I'm going to keep my hand on the wallet and hang out with the That's just my thought. Well, I think I beat the clock and it looked like a real feeling that I did get into the end zone, so that's it. <laughs> I love the show, and I will continue to spread the word, keep up the good work. You know, do you notice that Martorius K and Magnum Prime both had the same kind of voice almost? Identical, right? And they That's never call to them talk. And they never call on the same week. No, they don't. I think they might be the same person. They rotating. But uh 
Yeah, first of all, that bad <laughs> teacher thing sounds like a bad movie. Yes, it does. Uh, that should be the next parody they do. Instead of, like, teen movie, they should just do bad movie and parody all the uh, shitty uh, movies that's been coming out. Um, As far as the, uh, what was the other thing you said? Um, Oh, the Green Lantern and the racism? Yes. Dude, I experienced the same thing with the Spider-Man movie when uh, they started pitching that... Uh, uh, Donald Glover could be the next Spider-Man as a joke almost on the internet and so many fans got very upset about them changing the color of Peter Parker to black even though this brother you know Peter Parker is a dude that was like raised in Queens or some shit uh, didn't have uh, his parents was raised by his aunt his fucking uh, uncle that was his father figure dies in the street over violence yep. um you know, he never had money. He was always poor, even though he was intelligent. Um, you know, it just was like one of those, fuck that, you can't make it black. That just doesn't work for me. And the reason that this is that way is because nerds, and we'll, I'll try to get into this tomorrow uh, more elaborately, but nerds see themselves in the characters, especially Marvel comic book characters specifically. Uh, I'll break down the list tomorrow, so maybe that'll, you know, have some more to it, but just trust me, they're basically rejecting the idea of them, their image of someone being black. They don't want a black superhero. They're not gonna read that because they don't see themselves in it. So, that's my, that's my thoughts. Um, alright, so that's all the, uh, voicemails. Yeah, we thank you guys for the voicemail. And I'm sorry you was away so long that I started having random thoughts. Um, alright, so, why you apologize for that? Uh, Don't be sorry. Oh, okay, well then I'm not sorry, then. You said he liked them. Oh, thank you. Um, let's see, uh, we got an email from a man in the bleachers. Cool. Um, Mike, he says, uh... Ron and Karen, I finally got some time to check out the Of Mice and Men podcast. And as always, I enjoyed it. Karen's thoughts about injuries in football was interesting, and I can tell you a few things. Um, because she talked about football players must be made of cheese because they just snap shit back into place and get back on the field. Yes, they do. And uh, let's see. He says, first off, the treatment, you get into the you get in the NFL and big-time college is light years ahead of what a normal person gets hurt. Oh, a light years ahead of when a normal person gets hurt. Multiple daily ultrasounds, stimulation and combo ultrasound, slim tre- stem treatment, yeah, super cooled water circulating around injuries, massages, plus all the machines and special exercises that they make you do. Yeah, are they checking on that they pregnant all the time? I don't know. Talking to the mic. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I got I got spine boarded after a hit and five to seven minutes of temporary paralysis. Uh, paralysis. Seven severe concussions and four and a half hours in the hospital. Got diagnosed with sprained vertebrae to go with a concussion. Had to wear a neck brace, but the ultrasound, stem, and combo got my range of motion back within four days, and I was back at full go in seven. Damn, that'll keep a normal person out for real, for real. What kind of insurance y'all got? I think he's talking about the same shit they had in the movie Avatar. I know. Uh, second, it's, uh, it's a cultural thing. The idea you can't make it or help the club in the tub is drilled into guys. So basically saying, like, look, if you're hurt, you can't make the team and you can't help the team. So it says that gets drilled into them. As is the mantra... 
there's a difference between being hurt and being injured. If you're hurt, it boils down to are you tough enough to deal with it? And if you're injured, you can't help us win. Playing hurt is less about being tough or admirable and it's expected. The funniest thing about it is I've never thought about it as a big deal until hearing you and Bomani talk about how ridiculously crazy it is to play with injuries or volunteer to put yourself in harm's way. The laundry list of injuries most guys play with from high school to college and the NFL is standard in my eyes, but it's funny to hear the other side. I love the show. Y'all keep up the good work. The show is a welcome change from the sports world. I'm immersed in damn near 24-hour basis. And, um... Mike has a podcast that's actually called In the Bleachers, and it's on college sports, and um, the only reason I haven't really plugged it is because I haven't had a chance to really listen to it, and I, I find it hard to listen to college sports-oriented stuff because I do have issues with college sports, man, like, basketball not as much, but I still have issues there, but, you know, I just have hangouts about the NCAA, and, uh, I, you know, I haven't really watched college football that much this year, um... I just find myself not, I'm just disenchanted with the entire thing. You don't pay your players, dudes out there risking life and limb for education that's not really an education. You either basically gift wrapping them a fake ass degree, which is disrespectful to everybody else that actually does go to class and shit like that. And you're paying for school on their backs and you're not breaking them off any money. Um... Which I also have a problem with. So, it's just so much fucked up about that entire institution. Yes, sir. That I have a hard time really getting into it, man. I, I, I prefer professional sports over that because it's like at least the athletes have some power uh, when it comes to professional sports. And not only that, it's like once you start getting professional sports, you know they get hurt, they're still going to get paid. Right. You know, it's it's not the end of the end. You know, in college, man, you mess around and hurt something, break something, snap something. That's it. Everybody will forget your name and forget you ever existed except for your family. Yeah, you break something in college and that's it, man. Like, you just got to hope you make it to the NFL or the NBA. I mean, as sad a story as Greg Oden is, who's out for the season again um, this year, but at least he's making a check. That's you know? right. If he would have waited and something like that would have happened in the college, we would have never known who he was. So, um, but thank you for that email, man. Thank and you. Like, I, and, and there's plenty of people that probably listen to this show and love college football, love college uh, basketball, and just the whole collegiate atmosphere with sports. Make sure you check them out, man. That's my man, Mike. Follow him. He's on. He's at In the Bleachers on Twitter. And uh, like I said, his podcast is In the Bleachers. Sharif writes us in and says, "What's up?" I just listened to episode 90 with Deidre, and there's a short discussion about how easy it is for men to pick up women in Atlanta. It sounds really sad for the women down there. Why does it seem so much worse for women there? Is it uh, just a higher percentage of women than other places? I hear story about we- stories about women complaining about good men in various cities, but I've never heard it broke down the way Deidre broke it down, that you don't even need a job and you can get some play. Crazy. Um, I'm going to tell you, brother, that shit true. Yeah. Uh, the stories the ra- I hear. Yeah, the ratio is so high that you have a lot of coochie and few penises. So the ratio is very well, distort. especially when you throw in the fact that it's a city that's more accepting of gays. So, yeah. so a lot of people get the perception, whether it's true or not, but they get the perception that well, there's so many gay black people, black men mm. specifically yeah. down here that I'm just lucky if I find one that's straight. straight. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. that I'm also changes. If I'm not into that either. So, and I mean, it's it's really funny too because a lot of dudes got unrealistic 
expectations of game when they come back from there. Because they really think that, like, I'm supposed to respect their game. Because they went down to Atlanta and they was able to get a couple women. It's like, really? That's nothing. Like, that's every... I've never met a brother that came back and was like, man, it's whack down there. I couldn't get no play. So, I'm, you know, no I'm not... how lame he is. Yeah, it's, I'm not that impressed, man. You know, it's like I caught all the fish in this tank. You know, okay. <laughs> Ruben writes in, he says, Hey, Rod, I just looked at the title of your latest podcast, and I don't think I'll be able to listen at work. Some people think the V word is bad. And that was because uh, iTunes, for some reason, censored vagina in the title of our podcast that said, like, each vagina... Is like a snowflake or something like that. Oh, wow. Yeah, so iTunes locked out, put some stars on vagina for some reason. And I was <laughs> like, like the vagina? I don't know why. Everybody loves vaginas. We all come from one. It's like, what are they? I don't know what people got up against vaginas. That's not a bad word. No wonder women grow up with a complex about that shit, you know? <laughs> it's just a vagina. Calm down. Vagina, 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 iTunes. <laughs> um, Take that. Alright, man, so we did voicemails and emails. We got Facebook comments I want to get to. Cool. Um, let's see here. We got my man Evan writes in and he says that the logo is dope. Well, thank you can thank Clove from Tornilla.com for that. Yes. Um, and let's see here. Uh, we, um, the episode with Deidre, we got a couple comments. Elizabeth says, I love the title. That was Each Vagina is Like a Snowflake. Ooh. Close says, great show. I really enjoyed it. But I read the first book, so my experience will be better than yours. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's talking about when I had a gripe with uh, Harry Potter fans for their book rape that they try to do for anyone who wants to enjoy their movies. Um, and then I've been posting comments from the blog onto the Facebook page, and we've been getting a lot of good response from that, so I'm going to keep doing that. What I do is basically take one of my random thoughts from any point in time that I put it on the blog, um, and I just put it as my status. And a lot of people enjoy those jokes, man. I'm glad they do. Um, and for example, if you're not on our Facebook page, one of the comments reads, uh, How many shapes of objects... Did the clan go through before deciding on the cross? Were they burning circles and triangles first? Ah! Did these other things not strike enough fear? Maybe the objects were just too cumbersome to load onto the back of a horse. True. I wonder if some guy who owned a big wooden cross store came up with the idea of the clan just to sell his overstock. They have, hey. Yeah, or it could have just been a giant lowercase T store. You never know. Ah! You never know. Um, so I also posted, you know, episode ninety one, the FedEx, the Black FedEx man gets it in. And Close says, I used to go to a strip club that had a bathroom troll trying to give us soap and towels. Also, he would pull out used condoms from the wall urinals and with a set of tongs. Gross. I wonder how much a gig like that would pay. The answer is not, not enough. enough. Oh, definitely not enough. Yes. Oh, disgusting. Um, alright, and then today, um, I got into it with this Julian Ivy dude, uh-huh. um, and we talked about this a little bit over dinner last night, but, um, he basically says, your podcasts are really funny and informative, but I don't get to listen very often because of the length. Will you ever offer your podcast in segments that are between 10 to 20 minutes long? If you have slash get advertisers, it'll boost your revenue. Um, so here's the number one thing. One, our show's doing pretty well. Yes, it is. Um, it's always in the top ten comedies on Podomatic, if not the top four or five. Yep. Um, that's number one. Number two, 
I do this show because I don't like that format of, of radio. No, that's right. Um, Being rushed and squeezed for time and move to the next topic, next subject. And it's not a natural conversation. Right. The entirety of um, the fan base of this podcast pretty much consists of people that are like, I'm tired of fucking Steve Harvey and uh, Michael Bazin and all this other shit that we're supposed to call black entertainment. Here's an opportunity to hear a natural conversation like I would hear at my family cookout, right. my family reunion, a little music in the background. Yeah. And to me, make putting breaks in there constantly, uh, throwing music in there constantly, especially when we didn't start out with that format. That's right. It would be like picking somebody up in the middle of the conversation saying, go, go take a five minute break and come back. No, it don't happen like that. And the thing is that because our conversations are so natural, it has it, it crosses all boundaries, black and white and everybody else, because you know, everybody has their moms and grandpa and grandma and all that stuff just have crazy conversations sitting around them. Plus there's natural breaks in the podcast. It's called a fucking pause button. Hit the pause button, walk away. Yeah. You know? Come back later on. And so I tried to be polite when I first responded and said, Look, absolutely not. There's no scenario which I would consider shortening the length. Uh, you can always hit pause, and you know that's all podcasts that you can do that with. Yep. And uh, you know I don't like the I don't worry about the length of the segments as long as it's funny. I just keep the show going. Um, and he says, "Well, does your show have natural breaks? Think about it for ADD people like me." I said, "No." And then he started like making a couple jokes. Somebody came in and said, "That's what the pause button is for." So like you know. Just calm down, bro. It's the end, you know, whatever. And so I even said, Julian, you're my friend and all, but if you stop listening for any reason, I won't be mad. No. There's plenty of coon ass radio shows with the format you described. You can always listen to Steve Harvey and shit. And uh, then I, you know, I commented on Kelvin's uh, statement, the guy who said, you know, that's what pause is for. And I said, it's just a non starter. If you can't be bothered to pause the show, then why should I bother to put in a whole bunch of extra work and ad breaks to make the podcast shorter so it, it uploaded more often? It's really insulting. And Julian came back and said, uh, actually, I haven't ever listened to one. I just follow the Twitters. I don't listen to any podcast, though. So, I would read the rest of this, but let me just start right here. First of all, you fucking lied in your first post. You said, oh, the podcast are really formative, but I don't get to listen very often because of the limp. No, nigga, you don't listen. You don't know if they're funny and informative at all. So, why are you fucking sitting on Facebook lying to me to try to get me to change something that is really is very nonsensical? You don't even listen. You're not a fan. So why should I take your opinion seriously at any level at all? So it's it's very like it's it's very it's, it would be like I say uh, I don't watch Tyler Perry movies, but here's how Tyler Perry should change it. Well, are you gonna go see him? No, I'm just not a fan. Well, fuck it, man. If you want to just be a fan of the Twitter account, oh, we're fine with that. And the blog, I said, hey, that's cool. Yeah. I don't mind. And he still had to take it a little extra. You know, fine, dude. I I'm not. You know, I it's just. Take what you want from the show and walk away. You know, I don't need... I, I specifically make the show how I feel I like to listen to things. True. I don't like interruptions. I don't like commercials. I don't like music for no point. 
Yeah, but now, if you have a music podcast, that's a whole other thing. I'm expecting music. Well, and the thing is, I'm not trying to tell anyone else how to do their podcast because it works for some podcasts. That's true. Like the Haterazzi radio show oh, where it. he's taking time to introduce you to new, new music. Artists, yeah. Uh, Chonilla, where sometimes they're playing like comedic, Canadian artists, so there's a yes. theme. Like, it fits in with what they're doing. That's they're, true. You know, as they do the show, they're like, hey, let's take a break. Let's take a break. Like, I get what they're doing. But for me, trying to create an organic conversation between three, four, five people, it's not natural to be like, all right, man, so let's take a break so we can play some music. No, that's why I don't listen to the radio. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just very disheartening that somebody would even spit, take the time to try to respond. And he tried to say, like, later on, like, no, I, I used to work in radio, so this is what the, Well, first of all, bruh, you don't work in radio no more. And... Part of the reason you probably don't work at radio is because they probably cut a bunch of jobs because radio doesn't really make as much money because people don't like that shit. Um, second of all, I don't want to do a radio show. Mm-hmm. So while you're suggesting shit to turn my show into the Steve Harvey morning show or wh- whoever else is on the fucking radio these days, I'm anti that. I hate the fucking radio. I don't listen. To, I listen to one radio show and it sounds the least like radio in the, in the fucking planet one show dude i'm not trying to be like these other fucking people man if somebody put some money in my pocket that's when i'll change the format until then until further notice i'm not changing shit i'm not changing shit it's changing organically as me and karen see fit when we have discussions about what we would like to do with the show, that's when it'll fucking change. It will not change because you can't sit your ADD ass down for 20 minutes without hitting pause. I'm sorry. Fuck you. Take your time and think about, I don't know, doing some other shit. Put it on some other bullshit program and listen to that shit. I'm not, this is not for you, dog. You can just read the podcast, read the blog. Follow the Twitters. If that's all you can handle, that's all you can fucking handle. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure you're not the only one, so don't, you know, that we don't have a problem with that. Yeah, exactly. It's just everybody else was smart enough not to send in a dumbass, ignorant reply. You know what I'm saying? Because I tried to keep it very nice and very cordial, but you insulting me at the end and shit, blah. I don't care. And I also don't care about your fucking personal schedule. Oh, I work from the web, but you know, I bounce around from computer to laptop, so I, well, that's just your fucking fault, isn't it? I'm sorry. I can't fit your life, dude. You're one person out of thousands of people. I cannot possibly fit the podcast to your format of life. Well, maybe you can just give us a call, and then we'll just start recording, and you know, you call us back, Julian, and you tell us when to stop. I mean... It's all to help you, Mr. Guy who's never listened to one fucking episode ever. Right? It's fucking, I'm not being unreasonable here. I'm not being unreasonable. I, oh, I never watched Glee. But here's what they need to do. We need to put a Terminator in there. And uh, Also, why, why does the show have commercial breaks? I would like Glee to be 40 minutes straight. Uh, also, let's take out the homosexuals. I don't like homosexuals. Like, fuck you. Move on. There's, other, there's a thousand other podcasts out there which you don't listen to any. There's thousands of other radio shows which you probably listen to all the time. Listen to that shit. Listen to that shit. Your one listen is not that fucking important to me. And that goes for everybody. Listen. I love that you guys listen, but if you I don't ever want to feel like you're being forced to listen. Yeah. I don't want you guys to ever feel like I'm just uh you know begging you to listen cuz I'm not. Oh. I yeah, want we, we want you to enjoy it. and my thing this is me personally. My thing is this. To me, if you get behind, it's okay. 
you know, if you start on episode 20, it's okay. Like, it, it makes us no difference. We want you to enjoy the podcast. We don't want you to feel rushed. We don't want you to feel pushed. We don't want you to feel forced. If you decide to take a break and then, you know, we've had people say, hey, I was late over the airport. I listened for four hours straight. That's fine, too. Right. Like, we just want you to put us in your schedule where we fit in. And I'm not GameStop. I'm not going to rape you and make you listen uh, to the uh, podcast. Uh, it's okay if you don't. And also, you know what? If you just don't like certain episodes, you want to skip the whole fucking thing, fine. I'm, I'm cool yes. with people just being cool with the show. I don't listen to every episode of every podcast. I don't listen to... Uh, there's a lot of shows where I look at it and I'm like, ooh, Mark Maron didn't have on a guest I wanted to hear this week. Not skip. Yeah. I don't write him a fucking letter and say, you know what you need to do is have on guests that only I like. Like, no, move the fuck on, man. Who are you that this shit should be catered to you? You ain't put in on this shit, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, that is a ridiculous <laughs> statement. That is, what it, that is so fucking dumb. I, I really cannot understand how he would do that. And, I mean, like, he tried to end with step the customer service game up. You Customer for what? What have I sold you? What have you bought from me, fucking Julian? What have you spent a dime on from me? Not a goddamn thing. You can easily click dislike this fucking show and move the fuck on. You don't listen to the podcast. You can you can easily delete my my bookmark on your fucking web page and you don't have on your browser. You don't have to go to that bookmark and check out my blog anymore. I will not lose a single second of sleep. If anything, I will sleep like a baby. I will sleep even better knowing that one more unhappy motherfucker is not out there. That's all I'm saying. I don't need the fucking... I do not need the fucking time or the patience to deal with this dude. Like, it just move the fuck on. I tried to be polite. I tried to be polite. Every fucking week with this shit. There's somebody stealing the podcast. Somebody taking credit for the podcast. Somebody stealing the format. Don't want to give credit. Every... What the fuck? Can't, why can't people just be cool, man? Nah, you can't be cool when people when people think you are somebody. Yeah. What is he going to call up the roots? Hey, Black Thought, man. I was thinking, uh, why don't you rap more like Chingy? You know, I, I like Chingy and, uh, you know, I think you should put some Chingy elements. Matter of fact, could you get the Roots band to play Chingy songs and you rap Chingy's lyrics and you dance and dress like Chingy? Nigga, go listen to Chingy. That's what I'm saying. Go listen to some other shit, man. Anyway, um, let's move on to the message board. We had a couple comments. Cool. Um, to, to Deidre's show, because Deidre's also on SOHH. Um, so she says, uh, let's see, Lady Doe responded. She says, you sound like a 15-year-old. No diss. Um, cool show, smiley face. Who, me or you? Or both? I'm assuming she's talking about me. Ah. And, uh, yeah, that's fine. Uh, Dr. Ligon says, Sexy D is on everyone's podcast. Whore. So Keep on up. Apparently she's a hoe. Don't hate. Uh, 7.30 film Fatal says... LOL at Rap CD. Rod, I forgot how stupid you are. Sexy D, nice voice. <laughs> yes, I am pretty stupid. Um, so I told Dr. Liggins, hey, calm down, man. We are all whores, okay? And you, ah. can ask, you can ask Julian, okay? We're all just whores for his amusement. You just do what he needs you to do to keep him entertained and nothing else, nothing more. Mm-mm. Too much of a good thing is too much, my man. Um. <laughs> Young Hover says the intro is in due time by Outcast featuring CeeLo. Yeah, that's my fault. I think it's actually CeeLo featuring Outcast though. But yeah, that's my fault. I, I put the wrong title on the song. Um, let's see. Chocolate Socialite says this was funny. Glad I listened. Um, 
Dirt says, Rod, you making money yet, though? Just wondering. Haven't blogged hard in months, and I'm still got money trickling in. Uh, I'm making some money, but not enough to subsidize this shit. But uh, I'm not in it for the money, like that sellout Julian Ivy. Okay, everything ain't about that dollar for me. All right, sometimes you gotta do things for the good of the people, cause See? it's the right thing to fucking do. See, and I actually get you want to sign me a juice this morning, and you said no. Damn it, I'm gonna make it regardless. I wanna be angry. Fuck this nigga. <laughs> we should, we should have got you some, some what, some Puerto loco. For a loco? For a loco. No, then I would have, really, I would punch the computer. Um, <laughs> some dude, a dude from Georgia says, this is entertaining. Sexy D, your voice is so hot. Everybody wants something with some D, don't they? Ooh. Um, somebody asked me why I was reviewing Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, and I said, because I just watched it, nigga. Ah. Good grief. Well, why, why else would I be reviewing it now? It's 30 years old. Yeah, it is kind of old. <laughs> um... Uh, anyway, she typed out a bunch of questions for me to answer about the movie, and I she somehow the shit fucked up, and she wasn't able to send them in. So, you know, she's wondering whether I would be reviewing uh, some, you know, some more. I said, nah, just just the ones I get in the mail until I catch up, and you know, that's it. Cool. So I'm not reading the books and shit. Oh no, that's out. Um, yeah. So uh, anyway, somebody says, damn Rod, you sound sweet as McDonald's iced tea. Anyways, you tape shows daily. Now, I don't know if this is a dude or a woman, and if that's a come on or not. I don't know what that is. The McDonald's sweet tea is pretty sweet, though. Newark Hip Hop says, you ever talk uh, talk politics on the show? What? Uh, and I just said yes. Well, baby, you know you what, 32% gay? So yeah, so maybe you think I'm gay. I don't know. He spelled thoughts with a Z and a W, though, so maybe he's gay. Um... So basically, man, that was the responses we got, man. So, uh, you know, thanks to everybody that uh, responded to the podcast, and um, except for Julian, you know, you can leave that shit at home. Like I said, if you got negative podcast ideas and comments, move the fuck on. I don't need you in my life. You're not helping. You're really not helping. You're not being constructive. You just don't dig what I'm doing, man. And we're fine with that if you don't dig what Yeah, I hope this podcast is too long for Julian to listen to. You know what I'm saying? I hope that he moves between the computer and the laptop and can't pause it and doesn't get to the part where I call him an asshole. He'll never hear. He don't listen to podcasts. Yeah. So, you know, peace. You know, I'm not going to make the podcast for the nigga that don't listen. That's just stupid. Um, Clover Shirley wanted us to talk about healthcare, why it's so contentious in the U.S., Look, man, I, I, it's, we've talked about it before. I've actually written a blog post on it. It's very, very intensive, and there's a million reasons that people don't like it. But to simplify it the best I can, I'll say it like this. There's a lot of people who have health care, and they get it through their jobs, which is the way the government has designed it for some dumbass reason. Yeah, and the biggest reason why they designed it, because years ago, um, back during like World War One, World War Two, somewhere around in there, um, companies were not paying a lot of money for people to work there. So to compensate your salary not being high, they pushed the companies to give you better health insurance. Right. So that's where the concept got started, and the tradition just never broke from that. All right. So that's why we got the fucked up system we got. Mm-hmm. Then the problem is that people that actually work and have their health care, quote unquote, taken care of. Don't really understand the plight of motherfuckers that don't, and politicians have convinced some of them to think that 
we're not really already paying for people who don't have health care. Which, which if you know anything about economics and there's no free lunch, then you know that that money is somewhere not being paid and that cost is not being addressed. Therefore, as our insurance skyrockets every year, yes, it does. every year, every year, your insurance cost goes up like 10, 20 percent sometimes. It's because there's a big hole in the system of motherfuckers that we are not addressing. But the hospital bills, you know, those do not go away. Even if you declare, like, the number one cause of bankruptcy in the U.S. is medical expenses. So when someone declares bankruptcy, that means they didn't pay their bill. Now, me, as a person that does pay my bill or has insurance, well, my insurance goes up 10% next year, and it covers a couple things less, and it makes me pay a little bit more for whatever else I want. You know, my copay goes up. That's all because... Somebody somewhere didn't get their bill paid, and somebody's got to make that money. That money has either the hospital has to increase their costs, doctors have to increase their costs. Some people try to blame it on uh, you know the fact that we're a litigious society and you can sue for malpractice, but when they've actually crunched those numbers, it's something like two to three percent of the actual cost increase. So it's not there. It's really. People, we have a Hippocratic Oath or whatever it's called where doctors can't turn away motherfuckers that are dying. So they're not going to turn away somebody that shows up with no insurance. They'll just take care of them, write them a bill, and that person will never pay it. And then my shit will go up. So the whole healthcare debate is really about how do we find a way to get healthcare costs down while at the same time still maintaining that, that level of care for everybody. And I just don't know that that can happen. I don't know that it will happen, but I know that they're trying, and we'll see what happens. And my biggest thing, and not to get off topic, my biggest thing is just with with the healthcare. A lot of it boils down to insurance companies. Insurance companies are for profit, and once you start dealing with insurance companies that are for profit, they're gonna do the best thing for their profit. And so you got all these other scenarios going on, but then you got them wanting to cover the most people for the least amount of cost. So they want the people that never ever get sick. They don't. Want yeah. the sickly people. They don't want the dying people. They don't want the chemotherapy people. That's why they had to pass laws that hey, you can't turn somebody down for a pre-existing disease. Pregnancy is a pre-existing disease, which condition. I think is. Let me condition. I'm sorry. It's a pre existing condition, which I think is crazy. I was not pregnant yesterday, now I'm pregnant today. How's that a pre existing condition? You know, just little things like that that they put in place, which ends up costing more people more money in the long run. Because what's going to happen is that the cost is going to get so high, the people that got insurance eventually, jobs are not even going to offer it anymore. So, where are you going to go for insurance? They talk about all these. Um, uh, systems to where you can like go and go and like buy from certain insurance companies and things like that and, and where you don't get to your job anymore but the problem with that is that if you're sick your cost is going to be so high you're still not going to be able to afford it so it's just a bunch of problems and issues the whole system needs to be restructured but nobody really wants to address that well nobody wants to take the risk that the, their costs will go up and it's just so stupid because our costs are already fucking going up like we just need some sort of stability in this system and that's why I'm okay with whatever we need to fucking do to get healthcare costs under control um, and so if I can just have some sort of stability on a year to year basis where I can get a raise at my job and it's an actual raise as opposed to hey here's a couple extra hundred dollars in your paycheck by the way your insurance cost just went up a thousand dollars so it's like uh, you know people 
uh, when they run those uh, comparative analysis to back in the day, people are relatively poorer than they've ever been, even though, you know, the numbers may not uh, portray that. But with the way shit costs, you know, CEOs are now making like, you know, so much more than their regular employees. And it's simply because of that type of, you know, the expenses, the expenses for the employees. And I, I'm not going to blame it all on insurance companies because like I like I've tried to write about in my blog post and I think you can probably search healthcare and find it on the blackout tips. But um it it really is more than just the insurance company. Yes. Like they are almost in a situation where they have costs risen on them. Doctors rise. Everyone rises costs. Medi- medical people buy, raise costs, but yet the insurance company is supposed to never raise costs. And it's like, no, that's just the last dude to pass you the bill. Mm-hmm. But the doctors cost went up, and you'll never see that because you're not looking at the itemized results of what you paid for. Nope. The, uh, you know what I'm saying? So there's just a lot. There's a lot more to it. But the major thing I wanted to say to simplify it is this: some people already have it. At, or at least they think they have it. Yeah. And they yeah. might not find out until some bad shit happens and the insurance company don't cover them. Yeah, right. But there's an illusion that you're, that you're taking care of if you have a job in America. That's the illusion. It's not really true, but that's the illusion. And as long as people believe in that, you're going to continue to find people who really don't give a fuck about health care mm-hmm. until they're affected by it. That's right. And then when their shit doesn't get paid for and they're like, how am I supposed to pay this bill? That's when you're going to get... Oh, we should change healthcare. So, what? No, and I agree with you, but it's it's going to take a lot more people across the board. I think it's going to take people in the upper to middle class for their shit not getting covered, and then laws will change. It doesn't matter. Like people just don't care. People with money don't give a fuck because they can afford it, and people that do have some money. By the time they realize my how catastrophic the cost of healthcare is when you don't have insurance or when your insurance finds a way to loophole out of paying their yes, responsibility when, when by the time they figure that out, it's too fucking late. Oh, I'm dying of cancer. Now I'm on your side, poor people. Nah, nah, bro, too late. And it ain't enough of us, you know. That's true. So you, you know, it's it, anytime you ask the government program to take care of something, there's gonna be a, a huge part of our society that just does not believe in doing that shit, and they don't want to hear it. So anyway. This has been another episode of the Blackout Tips podcast. Uh, make sure you go to our website, theblackouttips.com. Uh, make sure you go to the Facebook page, Podomatic iTunes. Search for the Blackout Tips. Leave us comments. We will respond. Uh, give us a phone call, 704-557-0186. Leave us a voicemail. And, um, you know, email the show, theblackouttips at gmail.com. So, um, until next time, fuck you, Julian. I love you, baby. I love you, too. Mwah.